Take it from the co-president of the Bluebeard Army. Seton Hall is a place where students rally around their sports teams. Um, it's been pretty wild to um, uh, to think of you know how much of an impact that I've made it on the student section. That was senior Tim Best, and he's a Seton Hall sports super fan who runs the student section at campus sporting events. Today, we'll dive into his fandom, the impact of getting involved on campus, and how friends can affect your social and dating life. Uh, volleyball games. I mean, you may not think so, but oh my God, volleyball games are insane here. I'm Ryan Patty. And I'm Elizabeth Swinton. And this is You Should Know, the podcast about campus life at Seton Hall. For today's episode, we start with Senior Tim Best, co-president of the Bluebeard Army, Seton Hall's official student section. I run our social media account, well, mainly Twitter, um, but, you know, I got to try to assign jobs for everybody. In terms of being a student section, my job is running the student section from a fan standpoint, not from like a technical standpoint where we're trying to like get the logistics of things down, I'm trying to make sure that, you know, I got to try to bring the hype, make sure people are aware of what's going on. Tim has made it a priority of his to get students involved on campus for not just basketball games, but every sport. You know, having a strong student section, not only for basketball, but for every sport, um, to make sure things are fair. I'm sitting in the first row of basketball games at the Prudential Center to baseball games at ONT Carroll Field. Tim has seen growth in the student section seated behind him. Four years of passion has paid off. I remember one game towards the end of my freshman year, there weren't even 80 students there, and it was rough. And to grow into a consistent turnout of, you know, 75, 80% full every single game. Uh, it was it was crazy, to say the least. Um, so volleyball games are a lot of fun. Soccer games as well, even though the teams haven't been doing as great. Um, we've still had good turnout, especially on those nice days. You know, get those bleachers uh, pretty packed from from the end of the bleach, from one end of the bleachers to the other. Um, and even doing things like running, like, tailgate events where we just have, like, tailgate food and we just, you know, give it out for free to students. Tim's trademark with his Bluebeard Army crew has been his involvement in the Sign Mafia crew as well. In Sign Mafia, a small group of superfans make signs heckling visiting basketball teams at Prudential Center. But it's not your normal heckling. For example, some of their last signs read, Phil Booth eats at the chum bucket, and Troy Bolton is a better point guard than Jalen Brunson. Sometimes, fans aren't the only group that find the signs amusing like in Tim's sophomore year during a Seton Hall basketball game against Butler. Here comes this kid, Tyler Lewis, who's 5'11", and just a, in terms of like the other guys, he's a pipsqueak. And yeah. next thing you know, he comes up to us, and he sees the sign that we made about him that said Tyler Lewis still orders off the kids' menu because uh, we were making fun of his like boyish appearance, if you will. And he, said, and he goes up and said, hey, that sign's really funny. Can I have it? And I'm just like, wait, What? Like, are you sure about this? You know we're making fun. He was like, yeah, but it's funny. I'm like, all right. I mean, if you want it and you're being nice about it, then yeah, sure. Uh, so we ended up uh, handing it off to uh, someone working with athletics that night, and they eventually rushed it over to Butler's locker room. And next thing you know, I look on Twitter after the game, and I look, I, I see this picture of uh, this kid holding my sign on the plane back to Indy. And, yeah, it, it was just surreal to think that, like, you know, something this cool would just go viral on Twitter, um, in the basketball Twitter first like that. So that, that one's a top spot for sure. And the funny thing is uh, Tyler still follows me on Twitter. 
In his time at Seton Hall, Tim Best has made quite the reputation for himself. I have to say roasting Marcus Howard at the Big East Tournament. Um, the funny thing is, I remember he mentioned in an interview, like, what's the best heckle you ever heard? And he's like, oh, that one's easy. A kid from Seton Hall said I look like a Chia pet. <laughs> and that fan was me. When he's not in the bleachers, Tim can also be found on the basketball courts in the fieldhouse of Seton Hall's Recreation Center. The rec center, which houses a fitness center, fieldhouse space with up to 10 basketball hoops, and a swimming pool, is another way for students to keep active both socially and physically. Um, I definitely prefer the gym the best. Seton Hall senior Anthony Pacifico is a fitness addict and loves using the facility Seton Hall has to offer in the Richie Reagan Rec Center. Since he's a regular, he knows where he likes to spend his time there. Um, compared to some of the other gyms I've been to in my life, uh, I feel like it actually has the most to offer. Um, it has definitely a lot of variety, has a lot of different uh, cardio uh, equipment. That cardio equipment ranges from treadmills to ellipticals to workout bicycles. There are also exercise classes offered in spin, yoga, high-intensity interval training, and Zumba to get students involved. While the basketball courts are popular, Anthony still thinks the weight room gets the slight edge for what is used the most. But both the weight room and field house are known to get busier as the day gets later. It's like all gyms, there's certain periods throughout the day that um, maybe, I would say maybe 1 o'clock to 6 o'clock, any given day, you know, when people are getting out of class, people take early classes, that's definitely prime time for the gym. Um, it's definitely really crazy around those times. Uh, I would say because the, this gym is not like a very large gym. Although he graduated in 2017, Jeremy Pierre Trzewski is someone else that took advantage of the gym. The gym was so important to him that it was a priority to fit into his schedule during both his hectic days as a physical therapy major and the days that followed in getting his finance degree instead. I went to the gym, that was my biggest de-stressor, and I would make time to go to the gym, even if perhaps the day didn't allow me to go to the gym, like I, I had a test the next day that I had to grind for, I would still uh, find about an hour, at least a day, to go to the gym, uh, because that really kept me sane. While at the gym, Anthony not only feels strength in his workout, but in the community surrounding him. Everyone is working towards the same goal, to better themselves. And that makes it different than any other gym he's been to. I think it's just the mentality that the gym brings. We're all kind of there for the same reason. Um, none of us are, you know, going crazy with our health, but we're all there for the same reason. I Outside acting as an escape, Jeremy also felt the same community Anthony touched upon and even made friends by frequenting the gym. And that was like my me time. Um, I would a lot of times spend like two hours in the gym, not necessarily because I was, uh, not necessarily because I was working out, but more so just because I wanted to like hang around that atmosphere. And I also had a lot of friends that went, so it was like, I'd be working out and then I'd be talking to people and sort of socializing. And I met a lot of friends there as well. So that was definitely the, the biggest way to detox from, so to speak, from, uh, Making friends at the social gathering spots on campus, like at the gym or in clubs, is one of the biggest rewards of being on campus, many students told us. Tim Best made one of his best friends, Tom Golombeski, just by following his passions in Bluebeard Army. Now, I was one of the first people he met, and he went to one of the games, and he asked if I could, he could sit next to me, and I said, yeah. Four years later, they traveled to Wichita together to see Seton Hall play in the NCAA tournament as seniors. They took that bond with them not only to Kansas, but to South Carolina the year prior for the big dance. But South Carolina, that drive down there, driving down with my four friends, that was 
that was so much fun. Just, and just the whole road trip and documenting everything on social media was pretty was pretty crazy. To, and having everyone follow us on our trip was amazing as well. You know, that was although we lost great first from first March Madness experience. Not only can friends made at Seton Hall be great travel companions, but they can also support you and somewhat force you into relationships. Senior Annie Madden experienced this firsthand in her junior year when she entered her first ever relationship. My current boyfriend is my friend's fiance's cousin's best friend. And <laughs> it's a lot of words. Um, they kind of, they both knew each other sort of before coming to college and then they just kind of realized, hey, we both go here. So they started hanging out a little bit more. As he started hanging out in Annie's friend group more, her friend started to form a crush on him, but Annie started to form a crush on him too. She didn't know if it was serious. So after a couple of weeks, I started to kind of be like, hmm, he is nice, isn't he? <laughs> um, you know, like I was, you know, it was kind of weird because I was, I didn't know how I felt about him. I'm like, I don't know if like I'm just seeing the good qualities in him in him because she's pointing out the good qualities in him or is it because I actually kind of like him. In Annie's case, her relationship involved pushing past the early stages of awkwardness from starting a relationship in the midst of a group of friends on campus. The long and the short of it is that I stole my friend's crush. <laughs> um, but it's all good now because she's engaged. <laughs> but it might not have happened without Annie's friends butting their heads into the situation. We finally got together. We all went to uh, Six Flags one day and like that's when you know, we kind of started thinking, hey, maybe he likes me back. And so then I had never had a boyfriend before. And so my friends were basically playing matchmaker for the entire month of like October. And I was like, I don't know what to do. I got coached on texting. I was like, you have to use an emoji. You have to use like LOL or haha. And I'm like, I just want to talk to the guy, but you know, okay. Another area where Seton Hall students sometimes find friends and suitors is in fraternities, sororities, and at parties. Blaine Spencer, a senior and a member of the Pi Kappa Phi fraternity knows the party scene in South Orange. With over half of Seton Hall students being commuters, it sometimes is tough to get people together, especially in Greek life. So what happens there is that like a lot of people go home on the weekends or aren't around. So Greek life does become a very important aspect of the party life, but uh, it's definitely not as big as most people would think it is. Blaine says sororities and frats rank above the other social gatherings at Seton Hall. Um, we're probably the top, I'd definitely say, um, just because um, most clubs or like other houses that end up throwing parties or doing the social aspect is um, more minuscule in comparison to us because there's so many um, different Greek organizations going on. While the parties aren't as large as some expect, they can still go haywire. So definitely, yeah, parties can get out of control, which is a very high um, thing on our radar that you have to make sure and keep track of um, because, of course, you don't want um, getting in trouble with the police and getting noise complaints from uh, your neighbors. Um, so usually um, what you, we try to do is that, um, especially if we're doing stuff during the day or it's at night, um, just sometimes giving the neighbors, making sure if it's okay with them, saying we're, we might have some people over and so forth like that. And if it gets too loud, please just give us a call and just like, or come over and knock on the door and we'll do whatever we can to keep the music down or stuff like that or whatever you need to do. Um, but we always usually have a plan of um, having uh, so people who are sober um, just in case there's something going on 
um, just so that they're able to handle the situation. And when it comes to alcohol and smoking? Um, we pretty much just try to keep it strictly towards alcohol. Sometimes drugs, uh, like maybe if anything, just like small things, like maybe like a pen or like a vape pen or stuff like that. We try to like limit the drugs to a premium sometimes, but you know, sometimes it happens. Sometimes we'll let it happen in the backyard or something like that if they want to like smoke or something, but usually it's kept to a premium with strictly alcohol for us. To finish out Blaine's frat and party experiences, here's his best story. One of my, uh, one of our brothers actually, this one time, this happened recently actually, was at uh, one of our Christmas uh, parties that we threw. And he doesn't ever like um, drink or anything oh, or like boy. a party. So like um, we got him, he had a, he was having a rough week. So uh, he was like, all right, I'll, I'll have, I'll hang out with you guys, have a good time. Never seen the kid more uh, happy and having a great time. Man was like in our basement, we have like poles. He was like dancing like he was a stripper pole or something and trying to impress all the <laughs> girls. I think he tried, I think he tried to like get with like 10 girls that night. He was oh my God. trying his hard off. Uh, I'm not going to yield his name or anything, but like that's one of the It'll most memorable the bus. things. Yeah, I'm not going to throw the kid under the bus, but that was one of the funniest things I've seen in a while, which was good to see him having a good time though after a rough week. So, While some may dispute the role of a party in terms of their productivity, they serve an important function and bring fun to what can be a stressful college atmosphere. College ultimately comes down to getting involved in a group or activity you are passionate about, and things such as friends, trips, stress relief, or relationships may come your way. You've been listening to You Should Know, a podcast about campus life at Seton Hall University. This was produced by the podcasting class in the College of Communications and the Arts. It was edited by Nancy Solomon. I'm Elizabeth Swinton. And I'm Ryan Patty. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, leave us a comment, and thanks for listening. On our next episode, midterms. Don't spend your whole life studying, because uh, you'll go insane.